What are we going to call this? Leo's. Nothing, nothing with Leo's name. <laughs> Look at that right Le- Le- Leo's Fantastic Fantasy League Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, just, just to give him like some credit since he, uh, he, he never wins his own league. Kind of sad if you, if you think about it. Welcome in, guys. Welcome in. If you're listening to this, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, McKay is here. I'm here with... Uh, that's me. Ryan, you guys probably know. Champion. Current. Okay. Uh, gotta run it in early. Gotta, gotta really okay, let so him know. How we feeling? 24 hours removed from the draft. How we feeling? Um, I was not feeling the best going like coming out of the draft. Uh, plugged my team into a few draft analyzers there. Definitely gave me some more confidence. And now after after this email, seeing the, the rankings that ESPN has given us, I'm not I'm not feeling too hot. It's saying I'm gonna finish middle of the pack again. I I I don't like that. Um but I don't I don't believe it either. So we'll we'll see how this Yeah, I'm kinda of in, in the same boat. I, I had an A minus when I plugged my team in. That's what I had too. And- now it's saying that I'm going to finish ninth out of 12th. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> I mean, I feel like everybody knows ESPN's, like, rankings, their ADP, everything is a little is a little suspect already. So, I mean, it is what it is. We don't really have to go by that. Yeah, I'm not going to trash ESPN, but this should be a Yahoo league. Uh, I, I wouldn't say Yahoo. Yahoo's pretty trash. I like Yahoo, actually. I mean, like, it's it, it. Would it be my number one? Maybe not, but it's not going to be ESPN. I'd say maybe ESPN or the Sleep Rap. I know the Sleep Rap is nice. Oh, you a hipster like that? I'm not. I mean, it just it's a clean platform, <laughs> and it just, everybody's on it. Everybody seems to talk, you know, good about it. So I've never played a season on the Sleep Rap, but I did like the mock drafts on it. Yeah, the mock drafts were were nice on it. I, I ended up doing a, a, a good amount of mock drafts through through the sleep wrap. Just it said I was able to set everything up pretty easily, like everybody's keepers in each round and everything. I mean, as we know, mock drafts don't really don't really help when when people take no. crazy picks and that you're not expecting. They, they so. do absolutely nothing. You can't predict unpredictability. Before we dive more into the draft, what, what do you think about these changes to the league? The the two biggest ones, obviously, are changing it from non-PPR to, to full PPR and also going up to 12, 12 teams instead of 10. What do you think about that? Um, I like it. I'm used to a 12-team league, so a lot of the leagues I play in are 12-team. I mean, I say a lot of the leagues I play in. Like, I play in, like, 15 leagues like I'm Leo, but in reality, uh, I have, like, five leagues. But uh, I'd say most of them are 12-team, and then as far as PPR goes... I kind of like it. I don't know. I know people People don't really like it. it. It changes the dynamic, you know? Yeah, definitely. You see players go higher than what you'd see them in normal leagues. A player like Austin Eckler becomes just as valuable as a player like Derrick Henry. 
Yeah, a passing uh, game that all these running backs have definitely comes into play a lot. I've always been used to doing a standard league, non-PPR, uh, especially starting off. I feel like that's a little bit easier to draft. And like when you're first starting out, it's it's definitely less to think about when, when you're when you're trying to get into fantasy. So I've I've always been a non PPR guy. And now that I'm a little bit more confident, you know, in, in what players I'm picking and everything like that, I, I think PPR is fine. Um and I also think that because it's twelve uh people, twelve teams, I think the full PPR makes a little bit more sense just because you could get a little bit more value out of those, like, late-round guys. Yeah, these guys, you know, you might get more value out of a slot receiver on a team that is pass-heavy than you can get out of, like, a wide receiver, too, on a team that is kind of run-heavy. So it, it definitely makes a difference. Uh, it changes up your, your draft strategy there, like you were saying, and a guy like Austin Eckler going right next to a Derrick Henry when usually or, or in a standard league you'd be going much later. Now the draft is over. What what is your usual strategy for a format like this? So in a PPR league, I'll, you know, I normally in a keeper league, you tend to see a lot of wide receivers um still on the board later, so I usually try to go running back first cuz I feel like people try to keep a strong running back if they have it. So I feel like you need to get the running back out of the way. Yeah. Second round comes around, you can kind of feel more free to go wide receiver if you see someone you like. If not, try to get a strong running back, too. And if you go wide receiver in the second, then you can kind of pick up your RB2 in the third or fourth, depending on what you what you see and who you like. Yeah. I've always gone with, like, best available and, and guys that I I know I can not even worry about. So that's why I've always been the guy that takes, like, a Kelsey or a Mahomes, like, in the early rounds. Because yeah, well, you went QB round two, right? I did, I did. I went, I went with my guy Josh Allen. When and it's funny because I've usually in that spot I was going Mark Andrews because that's what usually fell to me. Um, and if I didn't, I just went another wide receiver because in the first round I would usually take Justin Jefferson, which I I thought that's what I was gonna do going into the draft, and I was just like, you know what? Camaro, he's he's going all the way at the end of the first round. I feel like that threw a lot of people. I don't think people were expecting that. I know Leo wasn't. He wasn't expecting Jefferson and Cook to be there. Um, but I usually like to go just best available guys that I always trust on my team. Running backs, I've never been comfortable with any other running backs I've had in the past. It just seems like I always end up getting their bad year. Like when I had Zeke, I know he went down and he wasn't mm-hmm. really productive. Uh, guys like that. <laughs> and I'm just like, I can't do this to myself anymore. In in Leo's league specifically, I, I feel like I have the worst luck with running backs. I don't know what it is. Last year, I ended up having an okay time. I did have to make a trade midseason to bring in Joe Mixon, who ended up being my first rounder this year. Um, but a couple of years ago, I had Saquon went down towards ACL, I think, first game of the season. Mm. That, I believe that was the year I came in last. Rough, rough, rough. So it's just, in that league specifically, I've, I've struggled. And it's it's even harder because, like, finding a replacement, like, wide receiver, easy. There's a bunch, right? But finding a, a decent running back that's going to at least not carry your team, but 
be usable is <laughs> it's just very very difficult like there's not much out on the waiver wire and especially with a, a league this size i feel like a lot of people have taking taken like the the backups for a lot of these big guys it's you saw madison go late uh herbert for for montgomery also went uh mm-hmm. all these backups are also gone so slim pickings out there it really is and there's still wide receivers you can find uh maybe not great ones but um, you know, as long as you drafted like four wide receivers, you can trust if one of them goes down, hopefully you pick up a guy off the waivers or off free agency that will, you know, fill in that job for a bye week. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, of the draft here, I, I threw out a poll, a form for, for everybody. All right. So out of the 12, we got, uh, eight responses. The the first question throughout who drafted the best team we have. Most people say James. James drafted the best team. We got three out of the eight. Next up was George. And then we had a three-way tie for third with Craig, Huey, and Larry. Pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm looking at the draft results as you're saying them. And, and yeah, I mean, they're, they're all solid teams. Yeah, they Definitely are. all solid teams. Good keepers. I mean, George was able to keep Cooper Cup. Um James kept Leonard Fournette in the sixth round, which is yeah. a great pick. I mean, that might, I think he's going to end up being in PPR leagues, a top three running back this year. And the thing about these teams too, they, they all have two players at, at two big positions that I feel like you don't have to worry about. I mean, <laughs> besides CMC and the injuries and all that, but CMC Swift is probably going to be very good this year. Keenan mm-hmm. Allen and Sutton. I was really big on Sutton. I was, I was upset he didn't he didn't drop two picks there. But that's another thing when when you're drafting and you're at the end of of the round or the beginning, you got to reach for guys that you know aren't going to be there. Yeah, but there's weaknesses in people's teams too, though. Um, you know, where, where you see strengths, you, you can find weakness too. You go two big wide receivers early, your your second running back might be kind of lacking. If you go two big running backs in the beginning, you know, where's your third starting receiver really at? Yeah, and with a lot of these guys too, there's a lot of question marks about their their health, right? Like even you're looking at Georgia's team, Dobbins, he was out all the time. I don't know if he's going to be healthy for week one. Yeah, so that's... I, I, the last I heard, he was still he still had a little bit of a limp, but I, I, they were saying questionable for week one. Like I, I'm assuming he'll play, but he'd probably be like limited. And right. and I don't tough. know who they really have. I think they just signed Kenyon Drake. God, if I heard correctly, <laughs> no, uh, thank you. <laughs> that's the thing, and not only that, uh, you know, I don't want to harp on George's team because I do think he has a good team, but. I think that one of the challenges this year specifically that I was finding is there's a lot of people breathing down other players' necks. Like Aaron Jones was on my do not draft list because A.J. Dillon is like a serious threat to steal maybe not his full job, but a lot of his work this year. Yeah, there's a lot of of players that are are ready, you know, to step into that that position, right? And... uh... I feel like we'll we'll get into that a little bit more when we, when we talk about like our our sleepers, um, right? But then when another question out on the forum here, who drafted the worst team? And I think this I thought this was going to be unanimous, 
uh, just because obviously Jerry wasn't able to make it, so he got essentially auto-drafted, right? Um, but it was actually more mixed than I thought. So of the eight responses we had, Jerry had three votes for the worst team. We had a tie between Adam and Mike, two votes each, and then we had Vlad uh, with the last sliver there. One person said he had the worst team. That yeah, that that is more mixed than I thought. I thought yeah, no, nothing against <laughs> Jerry personally because he's on auto draft. Um, you know, so I, I thought the auto draft would get the worst pretty unanimously, but. I mean, I, I get it, you know. Some people could look at that team and see potential in it and, and find weaknesses that they don't like in other teams. I'm looking at um, Mike's team here. He definitely has a couple players that I was looking at, a couple players also that I, I didn't want to draft at all, like Terry McLaurin. No, thank yeah. you. No yeah, thing. and Corderell Patterson I kind of <laughs> feel the same way about. I feel like he probably won't be a starting running back by uh, midseason. But hey, you think he's going to lose his job? I mean, I do personally. I have his backup. Uh, hopefully, at least hopefully, the guy who takes his job. Um, but that's uh, wishful thinking. But nonetheless, I, I just personally don't see quarter. Uh, going off the history of Corderell Patterson's career, I don't think he's gonna repeat what he did last year. And I think Atlanta's probably gonna end up putting him more into a, a utility role, like you've seen with his history. Yeah, yeah. He would have been nice, like a little bit later, maybe as like a backup running back for for your team but he that would be his running back two right now so I, right I, and his I'm running back three sure. would be khalil herbert so if patterson goes down he's gonna have to make a trade somewhere so yeah he's gonna have to make a move so at, I, I get how he could get some votes I, I can see how maybe adam would get some votes too because adam's got on paper a really good team i think yeah but when you look at those receivers Evans, Schuster, and Thomas. It's like, yeah, those are three big names, but can they be who they've been traditionally? Yeah, can they go? Can they get back to form? Right, that's that's a big thing. I feel like a lot of people are staying away from Thomas just because he hasn't played in like two years. <laughs> uh, right, and Juju, I mean, it, who knows what he's gonna do? Like, obviously, yeah, he has a it's no secret those guys are good players, but it's <clears> the question of how are, how are they going to perform? I mean, everybody has their own judgments, I guess, and people they that's, believe in. That's the thing. A, a bad team to you or me is a good team to someone else. Um, you know, yeah. everybody has their own way of looking at it. And everybody has those players that they'll, like, never draft again, regardless, right? Like, for me, it was DJ Moore. I remember we were talking about it. <clears throat> DJ mm-hmm. Moore fucked me over, <laughs> like, when you're really badly. And I was like, never again. Um, and then Miles Sanders is also another one. Yeah, I'm pretty religiously against um, Saquon. I'm pretty religiously against Zeke. Really, either of those guys I, I won't touch. What was the next question we had on, on that form you sent out? We had who had the best keeper, which was... I was thinking at first, I was like, oh, like Pittman is like just a great value for, for you picking him uh keeping him in the ninth, right? And mm-hmm. then I remembered that uh, it was Craig. Craig got five out of the eight votes for, for keeping CeeDee Lamb for a, what was it, a 10th round pick? 11th? Uh, looks like 11th, 11. yeah. Yeah, so that's, I feel like that would have been the, the obvious choice. I agree. 
I think I think Craig is who I said on that because yeah, I mean C D Lamb in the eleventh. He probably would have went in the second. Yeah, definitely great value there. You got one vote. Uh, and then George and Larry also got one vote. I definitely understand George and Larry getting that. I mean, Jonathan Taylor in the first round, you know, uh, Larry knew he wasn't going to have the first overall pick because he didn't come in last. So, I mean, yeah, keeping Jonathan Taylor, it's it's a smart move because you're getting the first overall pick without actually using the first overall pick. Um, it's, It's not a bad move. It's... You lose your first round pick, but you get the top player in fantasy, so it's a catch twenty two, I guess. And then and then Cooper, Cooper Cup, Cup, if he has something like he had last year, is just a steal at pretty much anywhere outside of the first round. And it's funny, I was looking at the draft from last year and I think he went like the pick before me. And I don't know <laughs> I don't remember who I, I ended up drafting before him, but I know I was not happy with the pick <laughs> throughout the season as I saw it. As I said, I go down. He wasn't even on my radar last year, Cooper Cup. <clears throat> I, I think that I think he was going after Robert Woods, to be honest. Probably. And yeah. and I, I didn't even think about him. I took Robert Woods in this league last year, not that much, and he tore his ACL. But you you ended up getting rid of him, right? I did. I traded him You're like good. four days before he tore his ACL um, to Adam for AJ Brown. And uh, there's some other people involved. You were like, so sorry, boys. sorry, Adam. <laughs> Can't control that. Hate to see it. Sorry about it. Uh, I took Tyler Lockett right before Cooper Cup, and the year he had was I not know. the same as Cooper Cup's year. <laughs> Moving on, because I don't want everything. <laughs> the last question: Who had the worst pick? Five votes out of eight for Jerry. Three votes out of eight for Blatt. Now, I was going to make this more of a specific, uh, like, you write in what was the worst pick, but mm-hmm. I figured just, like, who, what team had the worst pick, and I guess we can kind of look here. It's easier to say Jerry, again, because he was auto-drafted. Looking at his team, I, I guess, like, Amari Cooper would probably be, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> the worst pick is C H maybe. Luckily for him, C H I mean, is his his bench running back, right? Right, yeah, he's he's his third. Um but Cooper being his wide receiver two when he's more of like a three four wide receiver. Yeah, three, and four. even Drake London being his wide receiver three is a tough look. I mean you you don't know with rookies obviously it's unpredictable, but um I know in most leagues you know, London's coming off the bench for most teams. And then for Blatt's team, I think he, anything he had, after he like the questionable six was, Anything yeah. after the six, he was kind of just... Who's yeah, next so, up? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Blatt started with uh, Saquon, Adams, Jamar Chase, the keeper, Mahomes, Hawkinson, and then all I think of a that's where it started you, going. Like, Hawkinson you got Antonio as a Gibson. <laughs> you got Antonio Gibson, which was a questionable pick for your RB2. Um given the people on the board still. Yeah, I mean, it was okay. Uh, Could have got Edmonds, oh, probably for Pierce. a better value. Brees Hall, Hall, probably for a better value. Uh, but nonetheless, then he went Lockett, 
Who has Geno Smith as a quarterback? <laughs> Devin Singletary again. There's better value oh, out there. Gross, um, gross. Staying away from. Yeah, Julio Jones, David Njoku. I haven't heard his name in like four years. So I it, actually it, it got, I don't hate the Njoku pick. I was actually going to take him it. as as my second uh, tight end, like really late, uh, just because I think Brissett is going to throw to him all the time. Um, yeah. And obviously, being a PPR league, that's that's kind of what you want. I'm not looking for crazy production out of him, but I was looking at him potentially being my second tight end. But then he went. Well, a couple that's of years, the, the couple of years that Brissett was the starter for India, I think Jack Doyle had a pretty good season as their starting tight end. Yeah, I, I don't remember exactly the 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 stats, but I'm pretty sure he favors the the tight ends. He just likes throwing to the, the big the big target, right? Um, right. So I, I, I would have liked that pick, but whatever. I mean, <laughs> it's fine. I'm not, I'm not going to be super mad about it. Uh, um, but it's, it's fun. It is as it is, uh, I should say to goof on Blad's team. Um, you know, he's projected to finish in like the top five. So, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe there's a method to the madness. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, it. I don't, is it his first year ever doing fantasy? Like uh, I feel no, like he's done I, fantasy before. He just I feel, yeah, I feel like he's played fantasy, just not in this league. He just Leo was already telling me that he's he's on a short leash. If he doesn't take it serious, that's it. He's getting the boot. So well, you heard it here first, Vlad. If you're listening, Vlad, be on the lookout. Short leash. You're gonna get kicked. You better you better stock, not give up after your first loss. Stock those waiver wires. Oh man, uh, wrapping up wrapping up the draft here. I want to see if you had any personal MVPs, busts, or sleepers that you wanted to talk about real quick. Yeah, I I think there's a few. I mean, if you look in the late rounds, you you can find them. Leo had one I really liked. It looks like it was the it was like the thirteenth round. Leo got Devonte Parker. I actually like that pick a lot. Um, I think Devontae Parker is going to have a good year. Was it 11th round? Yeah. Yeah, so 11th round, Devontae Parker. Uh, I like that pick. Devontae Parker is the wide receiver one for the Pats. Um, Mac Jones set to have a bigger year than he had last year. And, I mean, it's Leo's, what, like sixth wide receiver on his team. So yep. if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But I think that's a great value pick for the risk he's taking. I mean, he's he, he's using a bench spot essentially to store a guy who I think could actually have a pretty decent year compared to what he's you know kind of projected for. Right. Yeah, I, I'd say I, I don't want to pick my my own team, but I will just for for this one because I heard some some chatter behind my back as I made the pick. Um, KJ Osborne, obviously he's the wide receiver three right now for. Uh, Minnesota, but those games that Thielen was out last year, he he was the guy. He got a bunch of targets. He scored pretty much all the touchdowns. <clears throat> and I think you know Thielen, he's probably gonna you know he, he's gonna do what he does. Uh, but he is getting older, and I feel like KJ Osborne at any moment can just overtake him and, and take that wide receiver two spot. Uh, and God forbid anything happens to to JJ, I feel like he's he's a great pick late when did i get him like 
thirteenth round, and he's my my seventh wide receiver. So I don't really have to. I don't really have to ever play him. I can just see see and wait what happens, right? Um, but I feel like yeah, he's I mean, a good pick there. It's a good pick. It, that the wide receiver field there is getting a little, a little crowded. I think because you know they got. Dalvin Cook, who catches. They got Mattinson, who's, who catches the ball. They got Irv Smith Jr., who's supposed to be, like, having a big year. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Jefferson and Thielen, and they just traded for Jalen Rieger, who, I mean, he's still young. He hasn't shown much potential, but who knows. So it, that's the only thing that scares me about Osborne is that that field's getting a little crowded for pass catchers. All right. So you're saying it was a shit pick, essentially. It's It's cool. No, 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 it's, I mean, it's fine. If, hey, speak your mind, speak your heart. If, it if was he a shit shows pick. up, if he shows up and, and they play him like you think he's gonna, then it is a great pick. <laughs> Another one, I feel like I'd kind of be remiss to not mention. Give uh, give Blad his due. To be honest, in the twelfth, he got uh, Kenneth Gainwell, which I actually think is a pretty strong pick there as well. Um, Sanders, I don't know if sure. Gainwell's going to be the guy this year, but I don't like Miles Sanders very much. So, yeah. I mean, if Miles Sanders kind of fumbles the bag in Philly, I think Gainwell could end up being the guy. Seeing, seeing as I, I was shooting my own horn just a bit, uh, I'd say if I had to pick a bust now as well, I feel like on my very own team, <laughs> Mike Williams might might be a bust this year. I, I tried to look for guys in the like fifth round or higher that I guess you could consider a bust if, if they don't do very well considering where you drafted them. I took <laughs> I took Mike Williams just because yeah. I thought he was the best receiver available at the time. I was gonna go Sutton right there. But I just don't feel too confident in Mike Williams. I, I know he disappeared halfway through the season last year. Um so I'm hoping I'm wrong there, but if I had to pick a bust, uh, it's definitely definitely him. I absolutely could see that being a possibility. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen necessarily. Mike Williams is a great player, got a great quarterback on a great great team, lots of offense to be had there. So you never know what's going to happen with him. Um, thank you. Looking thank at you. the – Making me feel better. <laughs> easing easing my the, mind. Uh, the picks here, looking at like the top five picks of who I see with the least potential out of everyone that was picked. You know, we already talked about a couple that we thought maybe, you know, like Cordero Patterson, J.K. Dobbins had some concerns about. Someone I see that could definitely be like a straight-up bust that you think would be good is D.J. Metcalf. Um, looks like mm. James has him on his team. He took him in the fourth round. And just, yeah. again, it's it's the Geno Smith issue. He doesn't have a, a quarterback who can throw him that deep ball like Russell had. Russell still has, um, like, this crazy deep ball accuracy. And DK Metcalf's a big dude, jumps up, and brings the ball in. And I don't know. I, I just think that DK is not going to have the season like we've seen him have in the past. The only, the only argument, I guess, or the reasoning – I could see for, for James taking him there is he's the one that Gino's going to target, right? Uh, I don't think it's I mean, if, necessarily going to be Lockett. Yeah. Lockett's more of a, a deep threat, and like you're saying, Gino in the long ball is not really a thing, so I feel like DK is going to get a, a good amount of targets. Um, 
But yeah, I, I I could I could see that happening. I didn't want he he wasn't on my no draft list, but he was definitely not guy, a guy I was eyeing uh, by any means. Yeah, I I wasn't really looking to get him. I mean, it looks like some wide receivers taken after him were Allen Robinson, Brandon Cooks, um, Jerry Judy. You know, so. It's all guys who are kind of in the same category. Guys who should be good, could have a good year, could have a bad year. Kind of on the fence. Um, you look at all those guys, Allen Robinson, Brandon Cooks. You know, Brandon Cooks a little older now. Jerry Judy is guys who are kind of on the precipice who could have, like, a really great season. But, you know, like, the, the stars just have to align. All right. All right. You got, you got a, an MVP, a league winner, player like that you think pick. is going to help a, help a team out, like, the most probably going to be the in in my opinion I feel like uh, Devontae Williams uh another pick from James Devontae Williams is going to be a, a stud uh, I feel like he's going to do really well in, in Denver yeah I think that he certainly has the potential to um I think someone who people are kind of I guess he's not underrated or overrated properly rated um is the guy Leo took in the third round Kyle Pitts I think Kyle Pitts is going to be putting up, uh, you know, stupid could numbers. be wrong, but I think he's going to be putting up Kelsey numbers this year. I see. And, it now. you know, if that actually happens, then third round value for a guy like that, you know, Kelsey in a lot of, in a lot of leagues, 12 team leagues specifically, he's going first round and end of the first round, beginning of the second round. All so right. I think if Kyle Pitts puts up those kind of numbers, that's a great third round pick. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. That's a good one. I I, I was looking a lot at, at Kyle Pitts. Uh, I don't I don't think I ever drafted him in any of the mock drafts I had, but definitely a solid tight end to have. And I can see him, I can see him overtaking that that Kelsey, that Kelsey spot. I guess the uh, one of the top tight ends. Yeah, top top tight end. Yeah, pretty much wraps up most of the draft or most of the stuff that I wanted to talk about a draft. Looking at it, it was pretty standard. There's a. A few reach picks, which, you know, is standard in a draft. you got to get the guys you like. Yep. Yep, you definitely do. All right, moving, moving off from the draft here. Uh, right before we recorded this episode, Leo posted the schedules, the rankings, all that. <clears throat> and I see here, I got the email. Some people have already changed their team names. I want to go through these real quick with you. Uh, there's obviously a few people who haven't yet. Uh all right, so for, first name we got Mike's team, Burrows before Hose. Burrows like Joe. Joe. Uh, I like that. I like that creative. Yeah. It's not one I've actually seen before, believe it or not. I haven't either. Maybe I just haven't been around a lot of Burrow, Joe Burrow teams. But next one, uh, the commission himself, commission that never wins. Now that Accurate. is that is just kind of whoa. Settle down. <laughs> you can't be throwing shots at the commission like that. I mean, he said it. You know, he said it. But uh, he said it. I'm not gonna say it, but I'll say it's wrong. accurate. Let's just let's just put it that way. He's not wrong. Uh, we got red solo cup, red solo cup for George like Cooper. Uh, very nice, very nice. Okay. I dig it. You have not uh, changed yours, as you said. Larry never changes his. It's always just Team Murphy. I, I 
I wish Tim he Murphy. would, you know, change his team name once in a while. But, you know, <laughs> some guys just like to play the, the game very, very normally, very straight, you know. Hey, I'll give him an A for originality. I mean, I guess there's no other uh, Team Murphys, at least in our league, right? No, not many. Uh, another one that never changes his name is Jerry with Team Pup and Suds, which I don't mind too yep. much because I love Brink. Uh, the the Disney Channel original <laughs> movie from back in the day. Uh, so Team Puppin says, I, I, he gets a pass. He gets a pass for that name. It is probably the best Disney Channel original movie. We got Craig with Your Master Delory. Not really sure how I feel about that one. Uh, I mean, I don't hate it. Just... I think... I, I like how Craig used his own name for a team name rather than one of the players on his own team. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like Team Murphy, except he's trying to be my master. Yeah, which I, I don't, I don't, I don't either. You know, given history. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> moving on. Also, I, I don't think Adam hasn't changed his yet. Player disconnected. Very uh, fitting for for how his team, his season did or his season went last year. He had, he had a tough season last year, but you know he didn't. He managed to not come in. My last. my favorite is that he kept changing it every week at the end of the season when he was losing. He's like, <laughs> I'm the, it was like I'm not losing this week. Next week is like, are you kidding me? It's like some. It just progressively got more and more sad <laughs> until it was player disconnected. <laughs> and it's I that just. Yeah. Radio silence. Yeah, just the fact that it went through a progression of names <laughs> week to week is is my favorite my favorite thing about about his. That was funny. Uh, we got big big shout out to Adam for that. That that did make yeah, me it's, laugh. Yeah, it was great. Every week, I, I I looked forward to to the name change. We got Blad with chasing the bag. A very very Blad team name. Chasing the bag. That is a Blad team name. But I get it. You know, you yeah. got. First year, he got to keep Chase at decent value. So, go for it. Uh, who the fuck is that guy? James still has not uh, changed his name. Um, Looking at his team, I, I'm not sure who he's going to choose. Might might just be... He still has Nick Folk again. He, he got him through... He carried him through a few games last year. Nick Folk. Kicker for the New England Patriots. He's a good kicker, actually. And Nick Folk, like the so. Patriots can put it in that zone, so kick it up. Well, that's part of their problem. They get close enough, and then Nick Folk has to oh, fuck. Nick Folk has to take mm-hmm. over. Just had some acid reflux. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and they got Stuart Kittle for. Uh, for Huey, last one. He has not changed his season. Another classic. I I wonder if you could guess who, who on my team I, I named. Uh, I don't know if you, you pulled it up. I, I did change it right after this email, but just looking at my team. Was it the uh, was it the Cole Komet one? Yeah, so you did see it. Uh, How I, did I see Met it. Your Mother. <laughs> that, is, that is my team name. He's definitely, he's not the best player on my team. But he's definitely a player I was targeting, and I absolutely love How I Met Your Mother. It's probably one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, 
and I always go back to it. I always Likewise. go back to it whenever, whenever I'm feeling down, down in the dumps, I, I throw it on in the background. So, dude, hi, I met your mother in the office. Just jump back and back forth. and forth between those. I don't want to dive into the matchups too too much. I just will say that the commish, although he does not have a kicker in place, he is projected to be the lowest scoring team this week, with the highest scoring team being Huey, 140. 140, damn. We were mentioning earlier how, how the the points are a little wacky. We we did change the, a decimal uh, point scoring system as well. Um, and obviously the PPR, full point PPR makes it a little bit weird too. I'm telling you, I got Jerry week one and that auto draft don't look so bad when it's staring you in the face. <laughs> oh, what, 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 uh, everybody wanted, uh, Vlad in their division. Yo, we got Vlad in our division or in mine. So what is that? Uh, I'm in the other division. That's at least, uh, at least three wins right there. <laughs> uh, we got Craig added to our division and, Never played fantasy with Craig before, but it seems, he seems like he knows, like he knows what he's what doing. He's doing. So, a little, little, little bit of competition added to the uh, to the division there. What the hell? This is a little weird. Actually, I only play uh, I only played Blad once early in the season. Wow, those randomized matchups. Yes. I got Leo, James, Blad, Adam, Huey, George, Jerry, Craig, Mike. I got you, week 10, Larry, George, Jerry, and Craig again. Seems like the end of the, the end of my schedule is a little rough. I hope I hope I can get some early wins because if I'm going into the end of the season needing some wins, those teams are are kind of nice. I don't I don't really want to be facing them. Yeah, it looks like I have to face uh I have Blad twice. And it looks like that's the only person... Oh, no, I have Blad and Huey twice. Those are the only people I played two times. Um, end of the season, I have... Uh, let's see. You, Leo, Blad, and Huey. And then my final game's against James. So, tough couple weeks there. I know a lot of people said Huey and James is one of the best teams. So, got to hopefully pull it together before those last couple of weeks and uh, get through a couple of good teams. And then uh, before that, you know, schedule looks pretty standard. I wouldn't call it tough. I wouldn't call it easy. Uh, pretty, pretty standard yeah. schedule. Looking at uh, these teams, would you say you have a, a rival, someone you're looking to beat like each time you play them? Not even necessarily just this season. Um, This year it's probably – Right, James, because we faced off in the finals yeah, last year. But uh, I feel like that's a generic answer because I feel yeah. like everybody wants yeah. to beat James. <laughs> so everybody's yeah, rooting for his downfall. Uh, that's uh, so it's a generic answer. But when you play somebody in the finals, you know you always you always want to prove that you actually had what it took to beat them. You don't want to be a, a one and done yeah. type of thing. I feel like for my own uh, sanity. I have to beat George each time I play him this year, especially that that Montgomery trade that I didn't end up taking really screwed me over. Really screwed me over. I think I would have been on to win that year. 
I did the the calculations as it was happening that year, and uh, it definitely hurts. And he's he's always shitting on me for for not being one of the people that never trades. So I feel like I just have to beat him to to for for my own for my own sanity, my own good. You be careful too. George is due. He, yeah, he's he's gotten close. He's, <laughs> he's got it really close a lot of yeah. times. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. He he's definitely due. So and is a good team this year. Like we said, with uh, with that form, people voted for him quite a few times. So see what happens. Uh, yeah, he was he was one uh, one Dak Prescott getting benched away from being the champion. <laughs> yeah, last bring year, it up again. So. Just twisting the knife. Just <laughs> twisting the knife. Dude, I, if you don't, it's my duty as a champion to bring up my path. You gotta, you gotta rub it in everybody's faces, and it's it's your right. It's your right as the league champion. I only get to, I only get to do that for one summer, and then fourteen weeks of football, and, and then <laughs> you gotta, I could be done. Be <laughs> you gotta go back to, to suffering with the rest of us. <laughs> oh man! All right, that's 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 pretty much everything. Uh, I did want to. I remember talking to you about like a specific segment that you had on your podcast. I thought I'd switch it up a little bit. And uh, it's a, that's so mid, that's so mid segment every, every week we're going to come up with, or every other week, whatever it may be, just something that you consider extremely mid that it maybe some other people might, might not uh, agree with kind of like a hot take, uh, but specifically calling it mid. Okay. Um, to do with anything or just could football? Be it doesn't have to be football. For me, I I already I kind of already got one. I guess I'll I'll talk while you, while you maybe think of one. But um, sure. And I feel like it might piss some people off, especially most people in 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 this league. But I find steak to be so mid, <laughs> so mid, so fucking mid, bro. Everybody talks about steak like it's this god sent food man it's like always expensive like if you go to a really nice restaurant it's always like the thing everybody recommends there's always debate on how you should have it like medium medium well whatever honestly i don't find it that good and i'm not saying it's trash i'm not saying it's trash i'm not saying it's great either obviously i'm just saying it's mid it's mid as fuck there's other great options at most restaurants that you can have that are not steak. Um, so yeah, you can let me know, <laughs> let me know if I'm crazy or if I might have a little have a little reason to, to that statement. Um, so it's it's funny actually. I, I like steak. I like beef and you know whatever. Um, but in recent months, actually, probably I'd say less than a year. Unless I get a steak that is like really good, like uh, like for my girlfriend's birthday, we went to this um, steakhouse at Foxwoods called David mm. Burke's, and it was like you know like hundred dollar steaks and shit, and, and they were really good. Steak? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I know, right, right. And it's super expensive, but they were so good they like melted in your mouth. <sighs> But, like, the thing is, if you just, like, pick up steak from a store and you cook it, even if you marinate it, tenderize it, get it real nice, I I haven't been loving it lately. I don't know what it is. It, it's, like, it, it it's, 
it's just not like like chicken is just like you, you chew it, it shreds up real easy, you swallow it, done. Steak, it's a lot more complicated. But you can also do so much more with chicken. Like you don't have to have just like chicken breast. You can oh, have yeah. fried chicken, you can have it in, in that fucking yeah. pasta. Thighs, you can have wings. Like, there's so much. Yeah. You know, I just, like I said, steak, pretty fucking bad. I don't hate it. I, I don't love it because I, I, like I said, I do enjoy a nice steak. Um, but I don't hate it. I think that it, it's definitely a hot take. Well, what is your? Uh, you find anything to be considerably mid? Might get a little heat for. So yeah, I mean, I, I have a few things, and people always say to me uh, for it, but. I'd say like the the number one thing that I think that is actually like mid that I've been thinking a lot more lately than anything else. I, I guess I don't really know the right way to word it because I don't want to say like as a whole, but kind of as this a whole. This man's about to get racist. Like, guys. Um, <laughs> He's about to say something super racist. So, well, oh, it's a type my. of people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> a whole group of people. <laughs> Generalizing a whole no, um, no, it'll, well, kind of, oh but not like God. that. It's just, uh, I really actually have been taken aback by it, but I haven't liked a rap song that's come out since like 2018. So, the rap scene in general, just in in general, all of all of rap is mid for like the last God. five years. You sound like a uh, like an old head right now. It's like, oh, this mumble rap. I kind of can't even hear. Dude, I kind of think I am. I, I like, I like, can't stand it. Somebody put on a 21 Savage song last week, and I was like, dude, this is the <laughs> fucking worst thing I heard in my life. Like, this is so terrible. It was just like, cash in, cash out, cash in, cash Dude, I was just like, bro, he's just saying two words over. That's just over. the chorus, bro. It's like the rest of it. It's the rest of it that's good. I don't know. It's just, it's just like I, the more even artists I like, like J Cole and like Kendrick Lamar, I like listen to their newer albums, and I'm just like, meh, it's okay. It's not their old stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've been, I've also been a, a little bit. I feel like I'm more not even looking for it to be good, but I'm looking for the songs to be like hype for me to be able to like just bop my head to or just go to the gym mm -hmm. and listen to it it's gotten mid man i i think and i think that it's gotten so mid that the people that are good at it have also God gotten damn. mid it infiltrated the the goats the legends hey sorry i'm not gonna sorry it. it's just i'm not gonna fight you too hard <laughs> on it uh, i can definitely see where you're coming from uh cash and cash yeah. out is a great song though I mean, hey, I, I love Pharrell and Tyler the Creator just as much as the next guy, but that 21 Savage dude <laughs> sucks. All right. All right, man. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much everything. I just wanted to go wrapping up everything, uh, what people can expect, I guess, for 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 the podcast. Um, mm -hmm. So, obviously, weekly, going to go through maybe one or two matchups that really stood out. Uh, just league news, injuries, stuff like that. Uh, we were thinking of having the top scorer come on the podcast that following week. Um, so 
if you happen to score the most points, just and you want to be on the podcast, let us know. Uh, if not, we'll just yeah reach out, or we'll yeah. reach out. Uh, if you ignore us, we we won't. Take I will. I will. Uh, I'll be kind of hurt. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll try to get try to get Leo to not include you next year, but he'll probably yeah. still will. Yeah, I'll definitely be slightly hurt. Uh, maybe make a few calls to the commission and have something done about that. Um, and we were thinking maybe the, the lowest, the lowest score that, that we could leave like a voice message, maybe call in and, uh, explain what the fuck happened to their team. Uh, and what, what they, what they will do to make the result, uh, a little bit different going into the next week. Yes. Tell me, tell me that you're going to cut your best player because he didn't perform. That's what I want to hear. You need to make moves man sometimes you need uh, coming from the guy that never <laughs> makes moves right uh sometimes you got to make a tough choice and and drop a, a zq alligator hey. or, or something like that sometimes you do i traded justin jefferson last year and i still won goddamn right coming from the champ coming from the champ guys <laughs> uh yeah when when you're on the podcast you know obviously we'll check in with you ask, ask you a couple questions here and there um if you guys have anybody that you want to put out on the trade block and you want us to let us know, just hit hit me or Ryan up in a message and we'll we'll put it out there on the podcast. Um, and yeah, the other stuff is still yeah. We can do a trade block segment every yeah. so often. Just, just a reminder, you know, James wants to trade Leonard Fournette to me for oh uh, I don't know Tyler Allgaier. Sounds good. Yeah. I mean, we're we're also gonna have a, a a trade segment where we discuss whether it's collusion or not. So, you guys better chill with those trades. I know, I know a couple of you guys like to trade with each other and maybe offer each other money here and there <laughs> for your best players towards the end of the season. So, <laughs> little Venmo <laughs> little bonus. Way, you help me out. Scratch my back, I scratch yours. Type of thing. <laughs> we'll definitely be talking about that. Um, but yeah, it's gonna. It's, not gonna be anything too too crazy if you guys enjoy listening to it that's that's cool if not then kick rocks i guess uh (laughs) (laughs) no but but really really yeah if it's it's 1 a.m if you're not we i have we have to record this hell late because (laughs) i i work second shift so thank you ryan for for staying up i know you gotta probably be up in the in the morning and and, i mean you work from home so it's not it's not that bad i work it's not too bad I work from home starting at 8. You get so, some sleep. It's all I'm sleep. I'll get six and a half. I'll get a quick six and a half. All right. Yeah. But if you guys made it through the, the whole episode, thank you guys. We appreciate it. Uh, I'm signing off here. Micaeus. Ryan. Let us know what y'all think. And uh, good luck. Good luck this season. Everybody except for James uh, and Ryan being the defending champ. <laughs> You can't have too many back-to-back champs. That that's happened too much in this league. So, everybody else, good luck. Going for a three, going for a three-peat, no, baby. No, not a chance. Check y'all out. Powered by Riverside.